Coming up on this episode of Club Scene Chatroom, we discuss all things inspiration, motivation, and creative process as former design students and people trying to stay busy and creative right now. This is episode 29. Hello everybody and welcome back to Club Scene Chatroom. This is the podcast by two creatives that has nothing to do with clubbing of the violent or party kind. I'm Rochelle, but today I'm entering the chat room as cloudy sock. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that. Um, hi. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> My name's Joelle and I'll be entering the chat room as red poppy. Ooh, I like that one. I like red poppy. That's cute. Thanks. No worries. <laughs> so guys, today we are going to be talking all about how we find inspiration, how how to find inspiration, what works for us. Inspiration, very relevant right now as we try to find things to inspire us in this strange circumstances. Yes, it's a very, I feel like it's a good topic to be speaking out right now because we're in a yeah, definitely a different environment. Everyone, like, yes. I'm sure most people, not everyone, but a lot of people are at home um, mm-hmm. with, I don't know, maybe something to do or nothing to do, but still you want to find bit of energy to like that's get motivated yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um but yeah should we start with our please react segment yes um on this topic rochelle what is the first word that comes to mind when you think of this topic please react um yeah (laughs) i agree (laughs) i was like i first looked outside and then I like zoned out and I was like, wait, what, what is our topic? Even though I just introduced it. Okay. Um, Pinterest. I just, I just, yeah, I just imagined a Pinterest board. Mm. Okay. Um, Joelle, what is the first, what was the next one? Image? Jo- image, right? <laughs> yeah. Joelle, what yeah. is the... F- okay, cool. Joelle, what is the first... Oh, you can see my back in the background. Joelle, what is the first image that comes to mind when you think of this topic? Please react. Um... <laughs> wow, I just like completely went blank. I was like, I'm ready, right? I'm ready, ready. And then it was... Um, image. Uh... <laughs> Books. Books. Yes. Mm, that's cool. I like that. I'll like explain that. later. Yes, please do. Um, and, <laughs> Rochelle, what is the first feeling that comes to mind? Or what do you feel when you think of the topic? I feel like like a hard stone, mm. if that makes sense. Like everything clenched inwards. Yeah. And I feel like that's the feeling before you find inspiration, you know? Mm. Like, if that that's makes sense. That's a really nice way of putting it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I feel like it's the cloudy weather today. It's making us not be able to think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was a little bit of sun before and I got really excited. <laughs> yeah. Because yesterday was so nice. Mm-hmm. It's nice one of the, like, nicest bright. days in a while. But, um, yeah. Yeah. This whole weekend's going to be pretty shit, but, mm. you know. I don't mind if it's, like, rainy, rainy, you know, or, like, if it's stormy. Hashtag mm. stormy. Do you, do you feel like... I'm, like, in between. Do you feel like your the weather impacts your motivation and your inspiration? One hundred percent. I feel like when it's cloudy like this, and just grey, and kind of cold but not 
cold enough to be like rugged up, you know, like it just feels like things are frozen and murky in a place and you don't mm. know what or where things are. And if you've had like um, all the things that you're not sure about, like if you're like um, in the middle of a project or wherever you are in a project and you're not sure how it's going yet because it's not finished, mm. it just just doesn't give any clarity at all. It just makes it feel more stuck in that position. Totally. Whereas I feel like a bright sunny day feels like a new opportunity. It inspires a lot of feeling of like, go out and seize the day and that anything is possible and like yeah and also just because I love sunny weather because I don't have to wear as as much clothing (laughs) so I feel more free yeah it's so light and warm and cuddly it's it's crazy how much it impacts yeah isn't that insane my mood yeah how it's like makes such a big difference and it's like half of the year that's you know I don't even know if it's half the year probably not yeah or even more than Um, half the year that it's not sunny yeah isn't that insane but I I always wonder if it's like if it was sunny and the perfect day every single day of the year would it be as cool and nice when it was because like Mm, I feel like yeah it's one of those things where it's like you need to have the cloudy days to have nice sunny days exactly like you need yeah the the bad to appreciate the good like mm. I mean I, I used to live in Singapore which is the tropics where it's yeah. like really hot and mostly sunny like throughout the year sometimes it will get like really bad storms and stuff but that's it's usually like really really rainy and gray for like a couple hours and then it'll go away and go back to being mm. sunny so yeah it definitely doesn't like have the same inspiring feeling when it's sunny like every single day like it's nice but and especially for us because we like the sun but yeah I think it's just that if there's nothing else in your life that is sparking that inspiration um then having the sun come out is a nice way like a nice catalyst for that you know yeah I mean yeah I personally am just like so (laughs) in tune with the sun so if it's out like Mm -hmm. so am I like you know what I mean like it's just Mm -hmm. I feel good (laughs) Mm -hmm. and like I don't know I just feel like it lifts my feelings up so much and I, yeah. I I feel like because I've known that about myself for like quite a while now, I always try and think about how to like give myself that feeling when it's cloudy and like yeah. not as nice day. But I don't know. It's just it's never as good. Even if you're having yeah. a really good day on a cloudy day, if you're having a really good day on a sunny day, it's, it's a little bit better. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's definitely just like this freedom that you feel when it's sunny. Yeah. Or that we feel at least. I, I guess like, like we talked about this in like one of the early podcasts. Yeah, I think we might have. Yeah. yeah. Um, if it's not the weather's not great, you can feel like trapped inside as well. Which yes, is exactly. Interesting because we're trapped inside, even no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, quarantine feels. No, yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, I I think this is a a really interesting topic because as designers Mm. we are constantly looking for inspiration or like when we're at uni constantly (laughs) or when we were at uni doing projects like it's or just in life when you get a new client project or however your situation is Mm. um you it kind of demands that you look for inspiration it's not necessarily organic and forcing inspiration is like something really tricky to navigate Mm. um yeah, and I think it's something that a lot of people probably struggle with and obviously would still be, like, navigating. Yeah. Um, where do you get inspiration from, Joelle? Yeah, I mean, when I was at uni, I think I would... 
the easy option for me, which I don't actually feel like works the best for me, but would be going to Pinterest and kind of looking at, you know, like boards and kind of creating a mood board based on what mm-hmm. I can find. Because I feel like, especially in early uni days, our um, briefs were quite short. So there'd be like a two or three week turnaround, which isn't mm-hmm. really a lot of time to really branch out uh, a brief. So I feel yeah, like to get uh, inspiration quickly, I would use like the internet and kind of, yeah, group in a lot of similar styles that I would like or like want to get inspiration from and then go from there. Mm. But I feel like what really works for me is like anything not di- that's not digital. So I like um, looking at like going outside and like, especially because I'm like into typography, I like to take pictures of mm. like letters or things that I just see in everyday life that are, might not look nice, but kind of have like this quirky playfulness to it. You. Yeah. yeah. Or um, this morning, I actually started looking at like books I had around the house, which you actually recommended to me that I do. Because <laughs> I, I, no, yeah. I sometimes sometimes forget that I have inspiration, like literally at my fingertips. Like I'm very lucky to mm-hmm. be able to have like you know those kind of things. But I always feel like once I get a brief, I I just feel like automatically I go to my computer. But I'm like, no, that's Mm. That for me, it doesn't get me as excited and doesn't mm-hmm. – I feel like it's harder for me to create something original and, yeah. and yeah, new, I guess, because I feel like mm. when I see a lot of already created work, I mm. tend to always have it in my mind and I feel like it's harder to create something different without that in mind. I feel like it's already mm. – I don't like to have the finished product in my mind straight away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I think at the moment, oh yeah, now that I've started opening up books again, that's been really helpful. Um, mm. I actually have a few of them here. <laughs> so that would cool. be nice to like talk through them and like all that kind of stuff. But if you want to, yeah. do you want to talk about what, like where you get your inspiration from and then we can kind of go into like sure, more specifics. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, there, there is that big like Pinterest debate. Mm. Um, that I find really interesting and I, yeah. I think it makes sense like with you to say like you know you don't like going to the digital because I feel like you're a very tactile person mm. and I feel like you just have this um, you have this more appreciation for like the real world things because so much of our life is like digital and so much of our creation process is digital so even mm. if like the end product you create digitally it's nice to go through have it come from somewhere else. Yeah. It feels like a more rounded process and, like, it's Mm. a more enjoyable experience. Um, Yeah, I mean, just, like, in general, like, inspiration can come from anywhere. Like, for me, um, on Instagram, like, building up my curation of my feed to be things that they're not, like, design-related, so I don't have a separate Mm. design account and personal account. Like, mine are just the one, and I... Um, see everything on that one account and I follow people who do makeup people who I just enjoy as their personality people who are actors people who you know they're all in different fields um and you know seeing someone do something really great in a different field is always really inspiring because the way that you get to translate that to your field or your interests will always be more like unique or different Mm. and yeah I think a lot of people don't like Pinterest for the same reasons that you were saying it's like you have that final product in that in your mind and it becomes like 
a barrier or like an obstacle to like move away from it and that kind of stuff. Yeah. I like don't really find that with Pinterest. And also I feel like people like sometimes people this might be another aspect of it like when like being young designers and being that we're still like learning and all that like I know some people don't follow like accounts that are really really that they think are really really good because of that competition feeling because Mm. they it intimidates them yeah um which I can I can understand but you know I feel like not looking at good work isn't going to make your work any better, you know? And, like, understanding that design is not a competition. Like, there's space for everyone. And if there isn't, like, you can make space, you know? Or we can all help each other to make space. So, and it's it's this nice, like, even if you work on a project alone, sharing it, it becomes collaborative, you know? Mm. So, yeah, maybe some people don't like looking on Pinterest as well because they feel like they'll compare their work to what they see or something like that. But there is definitely, like, a potential for... If you always do that, you always look at, like, Pinterest to get your, like, inspiration, that your work just becomes derivative. Like, it's just another version of, like, Mm. something you've already seen, which everything Mm. is, but it doesn't come from a more organic place. But I think it's a really helpful tool to, like, learn from things, to see things that you wouldn't have thought of yourself. And, you know, yeah. your mood board should, shouldn't be, like, all one-looking thing because mm. then you're just buying into one aesthetic. It should be a combination of, I like these little things in here, I like these little things in here. How can I, like, tie them together and bring something of my own? But, of course, that is hard to do. And I think also, like, just because that's where your ideas start and that's where you gather, you know, like it, like you said, it's really good for, like, if you have a really fast turnaround, getting those ideas mm. quickly and seeing work that you like or that suits the vibe. But then that doesn't mean you go straight from there to, like, creating your final piece. Like, you still need to experiment, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, you still need to do drawings, do sketches or however you experiment, you know, and which for the two of us, we start to do it more organically, more tactilely, more, like, in the real world and less digital and then bring it back to digital. But, yeah, I feel like that, like, with the Pinterest thing, it's, like, sometimes more of a question of process, you know, and finding inspiration right. along the way through your own, like, um, how do you call it, <laughs> through your own experimentation, through your working, like, inspiration doesn't have to all come at the beginning of your process, oh, you know totally. what I mean, like, yeah, yeah, and I think some people, like, just from experience in, like, at uni, I think some people think, I need to get all my inspiration at the beginning, and then they see something on Pinterest, and then they're like, oh, crap, like, do I just, like, replicate it now, you know, it's like, yeah, I feel like there's, the process like, process is more than that, there's, like, an especially like starting out a designer or like starting studying I mean I felt this personally Mm. but when Mm. the immediate like thought is to like have a kind of as like a safety net so you get a brief you kind of want to have like an idea and a uh, an end result ready in mind just in case things don't work out so So you know you want to like you want to be able to experiment everyone always wants to be able to change and grow and all that kind of stuff but I feel like Mm. at least in the first year or so I would be like I need to know I need it's like a backup plan like I need to know that I'll be okay if if I don't like have a full process so it's just like and I feel like that's what Pinterest encourages me to do like especially Mm. when I'm like not when I'm learning and still trying to like find where what inspires me most and what gets me Mm. going I feel like if I look on Pinterest it encourages me to do that um Mm. and I do feel like with Pinterest as well it 
I come across a lot of the same stuff and like all of it's really great. Like there's a lot and like it's endless and maybe I'd like just don't find the things that like uh, would be more suitable for what I need. But mm. I do feel like I come across a lot of the same things. Whereas if I kind of turn a different way, I like find really like niche things that I wouldn't have even have considered. Mm. Um, so yeah, for I definitely sure. agree with what you're saying. Like I definitely think Pinterest is, can be like so helpful as like a part mm. of the process, but yeah, it's definitely, yeah, not my favorite. And mm. yeah, I would definitely do it in conjunction with a lot of things if I could. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I guess it's like how you use it. And I I also find myself like using it way, way less. Mm. Um, I find it helpful like when I'm working on something with someone else to so that we can collect like a vision. Yeah, I love that part Where we're both coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it's a great tool for that because you can have like people collaborate on boards and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, another issue with Pinterest is like that the the small amount of context that comes with the images as well. Mm. And I think that's just a matter of you have to like if you like this person's work, you have to actually see, like, you know, the context of it or, like, who actually made that image that you see. And, yeah, yeah it's, like, definitely oh, I could not survive if Pinterest was, like, the only way that I was getting exposed to work because it's not, mm. not uh, like, complex enough, I guess. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, and as well, just, like, I um, recently made, like, this quarantine journal where yes, I, like, I watched your video. To... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I made a video about it. Um, yeah, where I, I make, I draw something or do something or write something, whatever, every day. Mm. And even doing that, like, I haven't been drawing that often um, mm. recently. And so, like, there's, like, no pressure with it. I can do whatever I want every day. Yeah. I don't have to fill the page. It can be whatever, you know? And that, as well, has been really fun. It's, like... Um, like, I, I've been uh, drawing while watching, like, shows and stuff. So I'll mm. end up just, like, drawing stuff from the shows and stuff. It's, it's like, even that, like, you can, I guess, it gets the juices flowing and, like, finds inspiration in a, in a kind of different way. Yeah. Where it's not, like, seeing something separate from yourself and being, like, oh, my God, I want to take that and make something. It's, like, experimenting. And I find, like, yeah, you, you get so much motivation at least through experimentation and through totally. constantly just sort of creating really really small scale like ways mm. yeah 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 mm. that's really great and also yeah. like removing the pressure from creating as well mm. like I yeah I, I find this like a lot at uni people like are so fixated on creating like a end result because of they like want to make sure that it it will end up being good and mm. also that like leads into like not trusting their themselves as designers and like their skills or process it's like no but if you're at union no matter when or where you're like you're you're here to learn or like to you know just create like there shouldn't be you know like all this pressure to make it so that you know that it's going to be good like sometimes your idea will be so much better if you just like let experiment it give it a bit of space, yeah. Yeah, give it a bit of breathing room. Anyway, yeah. yeah. I guess we can talk about how to, like, manage that thought process because when mm. you're in uni and, like, yeah, we've both experienced it where it's just like, yeah, I just want this end result. I guess it's harder mm. to, like, think, not clearly, but, like, think about the process when you're in this brief and you know you want to get a good mark and you want to, like, do well. Mm. Mm. I guess how do we, like... If you were to do it again, mm. like, how would you approach, like, say, like, a three-week brief 
without, you know, like trying to think too much mm. about the end result. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of feel, well, if it's three weeks, it's like, how much do they expect from you? <laughs> yeah. Um, it depends on the scale of what the outcome is supposed to be. Because if they are demanding a lot in three weeks, it's like, yeah, you do have to get started quickly. Mm. Um, but also, I, I think just like, because, yeah, if it's like a uni project, like use this as an opportunity to like learn, like, you know, try new things. And yeah. don't, again, I, I don't know, like, I guess... Yeah, allowing yourself to fail and to make things that aren't good yeah. is, like, difficult to do. Mm. Um, but with the... Yeah, I guess for me, like, when I think about it, it's like, well, I mean, I don't really care, like, what other people will think of it because it's not necessarily with uni, especially in the earlier years, it's not about the end result. You're there to, like, get the most out of, you know, the situation and all the people there that you can so worrying about the end result isn't doesn't isn't going to mean that you learn more you know what I mean Mm -hmm. challenging yourself asking a lot of questions and doing things that like scare you and taking risks and um learning about creative process is gonna yeah you're gonna learn a lot more than just getting a brief and worrying about the end result being good and finished, so going to Pinterest or wherever and seeing mm. a project and then doing something sort of similar to that, you know what I mean? Like, there's definitely a lot of value of, like, um, mimicking or even just, like, straight-up copying other design and art it's styles because that's how you learn. Like, that's, yeah. that is a valid, totally valid way of learning. Um, but if that does help you learn, then that's great. But if mm. it's, like all based on this pressure to just get a really nice finished thing and you you didn't really feel like there was a lot of you along the way or like didn't feel that you learned a lot along the way then yeah you know what I mean I don't well, know even if the question like it's easy to be like once you get a brief wanting to go in a direction that you do know like a skill that you already mm. have or something that you've created and you want to do a similar process which is really great that you can do that mm. but I feel like right, for if sure. I was to do it again knowing that I'm capable of doing something I might want to try something different instead yeah because um, if you know how to do something then you don't necessarily need you need to teach you how to do it like I think it's important to like mm-hmm. think of who your tutor is and like how you can get the most out of them in, with mm-hmm. a new skill that you might want to try um Mm. so I feel like yeah even just like talking to people about it is a huge form of like inspiration and like bouncing ideas like in that sort of environment like Mm. I feel like you don't get is like a it's very valuable like it's Mm. easy to like oversee like how cool it is to be in just like a group of like creative people that can do that as well so I feel like yeah trying to get like the most of the situation that you're in so like yeah depending on or like if you have like a friend that like knows how to do something and like can help you Mm. as well I think that's really can be really inspiring as well Mm. yeah like we all should be here to like support each other and share knowledge and yeah design is a very collaborative process like Mm. very very collaborative yeah I definitely feel like talking about a brief like if I feel very stuck um and then like say I talk to you about it I think Mm. that's like one of the most helpful things as well is just like bouncing ideas and just hearing yourself say things and then like seeing what direction you could take your brief in is Mm. like super helpful and like obviously it's not like an obvious visual form of inspiration but I think it's one of the most important ones as well 
Yeah, actually, that's so true. Like, finding inspiration and that spark of inspiration, Mm. yeah, it doesn't have to just come from visual things. It's like having conversations with people can fuel you with so much inspiration and motivation. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's such a good point. Yeah, or even talking to someone who doesn't necessarily delve into design or doesn't, you know, Mm. doesn't um, do it as a career can be really helpful as well. Like showing your family or like friends that don't study it. Um, just getting that perspective, which can, I feel like is one of the more scarier things, like showing your mm. work to people who might not necessarily understand it or um, appreciate it as much, I guess. Um, mm. It can be interesting because they might be like, I feel like they're, I mean, I know my family <laughs> tends to be, be quite honest about it, which is really good. But mm. um, it can be like interesting to like look at that side of yourself as well. Mm, for sure, for sure. Mm. I think also... Sometimes it can be, I mean, this is not necessarily related to like inspiration, but it can be like hard to separate yourself from your work. Mm, um, and remember that like you and your value as a designer or as a creative or just your value isn't like dependent on each project, you know? Oh, not at all. There's like so much more to that than just the final result of whatever you've made of that specific project. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And often, like, design projects are so much bigger than just one person. So, you know, it's, like, all about, especially at uni, just, like, building to create something and, and again, like, learning. Um, and there's value in all different aspects of a, of a project, even if the outcome was just, at least I learned something and I learned, oh, I don't want to do, like, that again, yeah. you know? Yeah. Totally. Mm. Yeah, I definitely think it took me a long time to... Like, I feel like there was, you go through a period where you look back at your work and you're like, wow, I don't, can't believe I created that. Like, I don't like it anymore. Or, you know, like mm. you, you see, you notice things that like visually don't flow. Not, mm. not necessarily that like it looks bad, but you like notice things in like the way it's set that you're like, oh, I would do that differently. And I feel like you start to do that mm. less and less. Like you start to become more confident in what you do and like notice those things more and be able to like avoid little like adjustments and stuff like that yeah i mean it's good if that happens because it's like oh well you've learned more and you're becoming a better whatever um yeah and i yeah i mean i feel like yeah now when i create things like i feel quite detached from it like Mm. i look at them and i'm like i have to remind myself that i made it (laughs) like it just exists in this strange space where like i know like that i made it but I don't look at it and I'm like, that's my work, you know? Like, it exists in, like, a separate... Yeah, which is pretty interesting. And, mm. yeah, I, I mean, I, it's not, like, good or bad. I, I, yeah. It's just how it is. Yeah, I, that's I interesting. Don't know yeah. Do you feel like you anyway. were... Oh, oh, sorry. No, I was going to say, do you feel like you were more attached before? Well, yes, because before I was, like, doing visual arts at high school. So, like, mm. when it's, like, art, art you know like it usually and all the work just kind of came from myself and so it's like hard not to like think that oh I did it because it's like a portrait of me you know like (laughs) that kind of thing yeah but um then in like first year I guess yeah it just I guess it feels more attached to me because I can see all of my mistakes and I know they're my mistakes and I, I can see how they're co- connected to what I didn't know at the time. So that feels really personal. Mm. Whereas my more recent work, I guess there would be less things that I know better than at this current period. So 
So I guess there's less of that. Right. Does that makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's a nice little mm. So do, do you want to talk through some of your, your books? What were you... Yeah, I mean, I thought it would be cool. Wait, let me get... I, will, I was just looking at these this morning because, like, I have been wanting to find more inspiration just, like, around the house. Because I feel like the yeah. past couple of weeks I've just been in this weird headspace where I'm just, like, mm. unmotivated and... Um, mm. But I feel like fin- things are finally getting back into, like, a flow. Um, and like great. I was saying to you just before we started this podcast, I've been exercising mm. again, which just gets me so excited mm. and energized. So mm-hmm. yeah, I got out some um, magazines that we got in Prato when we went to Italy. Oh, yes. We went to this mm-hmm. op shop that was just like a library of just cool books that you can buy for really cheap. Yes, um, so cool. And they're just so nice. I've got a few here. I'll like try and describe them for like the people who are just listening to audio. But this was like yeah. an architecture one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not actually sure what year it's from. I wonder if it says 1988. Wow. And it just has mm-hmm. like a lot of nice like photos in it. So beautiful. It's just so stunning. And I feel like this one specifically I like to look at just for like color combinations and like type set outs because it's very like vintage. So there's a lot of like wide spacing like mm. lettering and it's just like mm. it's less considered but still really cool <laughs> yeah yeah um, and then I have one that's like from the 70s and it's just this like um it's like basically like an interior design inspired book and it's just got a lot mm. of like warm tone brown like indoor mm. set outs and it's just like really cool because I've actually really enjoyed looking at this one because I want to like get my room to be a bit zhuzhed up because <laughs> mm, I've still got a lot it. of like white walls and just like I try to put like posters and stuff on it but it doesn't like feel like me so I'm trying mm. to like see what will like make it a bit more homey and fun mm. so I feel like mm. this is a really good one to look at mm. and Cute. then these are just some of my favorite like books to like get inspired by this one um you guys gave me um for my birthday last year or the year before um, before, yeah. And it's super wacky. It's like a magazine, but it's in the form of a book. But it's like a hardcover book, yeah. Yeah. And it's just got these like really like highly saturated but a little bit blurry photos. Mm. Super quirky <laughs> like fashion photos, but also just like the layouts themselves as well. Yeah, really and like the text and the typography is like quite like from the 60s. It's like very like, I wonder if I can find one, but yeah. Another thing I want to do, I feel like just looking at books makes me find out what I want to do. <laughs> like, mm. especially being at home, I'm just like, oh, I want to do more like photo styling. And oh, yeah, here we go. Like, sorry, this is a very awkward show and tell. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my mic in front of me, oh. so I'm trying to maneuver around that. But yeah, that typography is like very like rounded, it's like and all that kind of stretched stuff. as well down the page. Um, and then the last one was the typography like printing book by Alan Alan Kitching. And, like, just stuff like that. It's just, like, super nice. But, yeah, this is a good book. And this one has a lot of, like, mm. um, like reading material. And I want to start, like, I, mm. like well, I've been thinking I want to start reading about typography. And I'm, like, oh, I can't go out and, like, get books. But, like, I forget that stuff, like, big books like this actually, like, have stuff to read. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I feel like there's this natural, like, inclination to be, like, oh, I'm looking for something fresh. 
So I must have to go out to like find it. Yeah. But then you remember, oh wait, there is stuff that I've collected or there totally. is stuff like right here. Even, yeah, you just have to look for it or remember that you have it. Yeah. Mm. And like, yeah, well after, because I've had those like books for a while, but after like not looking them for a while and going back to it, you get so inspired again. Like I think mm. it's really important to have like, yeah, books and stuff that you really love to just mm. like go back to and remember like what's what you really appreciate looking at and like what about mm. it is like appreciative <laughs> mm. um but yeah I just I, yeah even just like having a quick look I just get so excited mm. I think also like those those books the ones that um you got overseas it's like that was at a time that was really like magical like we were mm. doing a semester of design abroad and like that was a really great like semester for us. Like we were so inspired totally. and we were creating work that really excited us. Like it was a big, I feel like for me at least, turning point in 100%. like my design degree. Yeah, where I started creating things that I was like, oh my God, okay, I feel like I know what I'm doing. Like I was learning so much and I, I feel like I had some sort of foundation and yeah. So it's like if you're kind of stuck in a row, it's really like gives that bubbly feeling to see something that takes you back to that time and to this time mm. when you were such like an exciting place it's like totally you feel those like leftover fizzles in your body yeah yeah I definitely mm. feel like that trip was like the epitome of just like inspiration because mm. you're constantly doing things because like you're on a trip so you're like outdoors a lot you're going a lot of places so you're like constantly being fed with inspiration and new things mm. and like always going to a different place I mean there's always something new to look at and then obviously you're always with creative people so like we were constantly together all the time which means we could talk about our projects all the time and even just like we just oh you're just with friends so you're having a good time all the time yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> um sure. and then you're with tutors all the time so you can always go to someone to ask questions um and get feedback and ask for advice um and the scenery is just always beautiful I don't know it's just I think mm. traveling, and it doesn't necessarily have to be out overseas, but I think traveling can play a huge part in just getting, seeing new things and like looking into new formats and just like, mm. I guess, yeah, that op shop especially was really cool because it, it um, had a lot of European books and like things that we wouldn't necessarily find here in Australia um sure which i'm sure you could but it would probably just be harder because that that store was huge and like the selection was insane yeah so yeah yeah. it was like going there was like taking a look into like some somewhere that was so different from where where we've lived well i guess you've lived in switzerland but still the culture is so different Mm. and going to that op shop was like getting to look into like their history in a small way Mm. so there's definitely, I mean, something so refreshing and inspiring about that. And I guess, yeah, it's finding inspiration is about something that feels like refreshing or feels new mm. in your life. And I guess it feels like that's why it feels so hard to find it when yep. you're just in one place. But um, mm. it's like, you know, when you are packing to go somewhere yeah, um, or to like move and then you like end up just like going through things like one by one and being like oh my god I forgot I had yeah. this or like you know there's something about that that's like it's been in your life and it's been around and it's probably been in the space that you've been living in but mm. just in- uncovering it again yeah totally yeah it's mm. like when you clean out your room mm. and you go through all yeah. the things that you have in your room and all your drawers and you're like oh this <laughs> yeah oh, <I> that. <laughs> yeah so yeah true. it's always very sentimental and I think yeah sentimentality plays like is definitely very exciting as well and it makes you like 
mm. think back on different times. It like kind of brings you to a different space, which can be very inspiring. Yeah. We are jumping in here to announce that we have launched a coffee page. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. So what is it, Joelle? Yeah, so it's basically a site um, where you can pretty much shout people a coffee. Yeah. Um, anyone who like is like doing something and you like want to support, support them. Yeah. And obviously, like, yeah, we're creating this podcast out of our own pocket. So we're kind mm-hmm. of just like looking for ways to just like create a community. And like if you do want to help us out. Yeah, it's greatly appreciated. Just like put a couple of dollars in. Yeah, exactly. I mean, super small. Yeah, so yeah, obviously, right now, given like what the world is going through, Mm. we are not going to be going out and buying coffees. We are going to be making ourselves some tea Tea at home. home. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we love the idea of just, you know, buying someone who you and you've enjoyed their work um a coffee and any money will, will be put right back into the podcast, into, yeah, hopefully we can eventually get some better equipment and all that kind of stuff but yeah we really do appreciate you guys and if you do decide to support us in that way it's Mm, that's just like risk will be so so grateful so yeah yeah let's just continue to support each other during these times as well like yeah you know everyone's gonna be struggling a little bit exactly um but yeah only do what you can exactly so if you do want to support us you can go over to ko-fi.com slash club scene that's ko-fi.com slash club scene. And you can just check out our page over there. Woo. Let's, yeah, reach out to each other. Have a great day. Yeah, we love you guys. Back to the podcast. <laughs> Design aside, obviously yeah. we've both been at home for like a while now. What do you find, like, did you find you felt bored at all? And if you did, like, what did you like kind of turn to, to like, fill up your days like what kind of inspired you to get things flowing or like do something different if you did or Mm. yeah I love this question actually yeah bringing it back to like the situation most of us are in right now yeah I feel like because this sort of like setting into my life was kind of well I guess there was a point I think for most people where it suddenly really hit but like it was a little bit gradual Mm. I don't know, we were in that weird space of figuring out what we were going to do and trying to find jobs. And then obviously this made that situation quite different. Right. So at first I was kind of doing what I was doing before. So editing this this podcast and we, we had like just started thinking about how we can like rethink the podcast. And so yeah. we were really excited to do it. Yeah. And then we're like, okay, so like I, I, I feel like I really started to focus all our energy into it. So yeah, editing the podcast and then... I was doing the same freelance job from before, which was, like, making animations for a Shameless podcast. Mm. So that took a lot of my time as well. And then I I don't know when, but I, I was, like, I've been thinking for a while, like, oh, I want to make, like, YouTube videos again. And so, yeah, I guess those three things were already there. So making YouTube videos, making those animations, and then doing the podcast. So... I kind of feel like that hasn't really um, changed or like that's that sort of I've just been doing that like pretty much that's been like my work Mm. even though I'm not really I'm not getting paid for two out of three of those things Mm. Um, so I think that's been keeping me busy and like at first it was difficult like trying to figure out like what to do with like YouTube and all that but I don't think that was necessarily because of like the situation and like having to be at home yeah I don't think I've really 
yeah gotten bored I feel like I always just this is like regardless of like the situation like I've always put a lot on my plate and I always give myself a lot of projects to do and I always like give myself projects Mm. so yeah I don't think I I haven't been bored and I've been I I mean like I'm I'm lucky that I live with like roommates so like I get my socialization and Mm. we can play games we've been playing a lot of Wii Mm. and board games which is really fun. fun but yeah I guess like for me, doing these creative things, um, particularly through creating YouTube videos, has been like a big motivation. Mm. Um, and you know, I've always watched a lot of YouTube, you know, because there's just so many inspiring creators out there doing fantastic things. Yeah. So like, trying to. What's well, raining? Is it raining where you are? Um, it's wettish. Like my balcony. Wet-ish. Bolstrad has got drops on it, but it's not currently raining. But it looks like right. it might start anytime soon. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so I guess it's through, like, yeah, Instagram. I, although I haven't been on Instagram as much because social media is, like, can be quite suffocating sometimes if you don't use it, like, the right way. Mm. So, yeah, I, I guess mostly, like, YouTube and then just finding my passion again in creating videos. And I feel like this is the first time that I feel like I really like all the content that I'm making on this channel. Aww. Yeah, that's so great. Nice. Yeah. Although, I, yeah, I actually, you know, what? I actually did find inspiration for myself because I feel like <laughs> I, my my style and stuff changes all the time because I'm always trying to try new things. I'm always taking risks. I'm always doing, you know, different things. And I have a lot of different interests mm. creatively and outside of that. So, like, when I, I told you this, like, a couple of weeks ago, but I, I watched my, like, vlogs from like before we went to Italy and I guess through to when we were overseas did I tell you this I don't know maybe I didn't um but I I, I rewatched those vlogs from like I have this one that's called like what juicy comeback vlog where it's like this big thing and we had this game night together with all our friends um that like onwards and just seeing how I edited videos at that time and like I don't know. I just have this inclination to think the stuff that I've made before isn't good, but it almost feels like someone else made that because I'm like, whoa, how did she do that? You know, like yeah, some of the ways so I edited good. it. Or thank you, mom. But yeah, it's that. So that did inspire me because I was like, oh, mm. my videos are actually okay. Like they are stuff that I do enjoy watching because I always Wait, worry that they're like I'm boring. Good? <laughs> Wait a second. I'm, I'm like, wow. Did cool. you guys think I was talented? <laughs> <laughs> guys, sorry. Excuse me, ding ding. No, but yeah, it was it was just like nice to feel like oh, I myself actually can enjoy like my yeah, work, right. you know. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. What about you, man? What what how's how's the at home inspiration train been doing? Yeah, I, guess I mean, I feel like only recently have things started to like get a bit rolling, but I feel like mm. um, well, yeah, like you said, like before we were like quarantined um obviously like I didn't have a job I had like quit my casual job in order to find like a design job and like you're kind of giving myself the time to like do that and so Mm -hmm. it was kind of like scary and and I feel like I wasn't in the best like mental space um Mm. so I feel like going into just staying at home all the time was a bit difficult to adjust to um which is interesting because I I was just talking to my brother actually this morning about like what I what my goal was for 2020 um Mm. which wasn't necessarily a goal but I was more just thinking um and I feel like I talked about this on the podcast but just that I would learn something no matter what situation I got put in because I wasn't sure what 2020 Mm. was going to be like anyway because I'd never been not at uni or not at school Mm -hmm. um 
so I feel like this is what I'm learning is just like being at home and like learning how to like still create and still make something of myself and of what I do um whilst just being stuck in one spot all the time um yeah so yeah it was definitely difficult at the start but I feel like once I slowly start to do things like I've been baking I've been cooking a bunch I've been exercising a lot and just like doing things that aren't necessarily creative for a little bit just gets me at like a a good foundation and then I like mm-hmm. finally have the desire to create I think and that's mm. what like makes me like create better and design better because mm. when I'm in a good headspace and you know can like feel good about and enjoy what I'm creating um, yeah and I, yeah I feel like that's personally that's really important for me to do before I just kind of go headfirst into like trying to create something because if not I can like be really put off by it and yeah kind of like avoid it a lot mm. um which yeah it's something that like hopefully this year I'll like learn to manage a bit more um mm. but having said that I'm I feel like I'm in a good spot now and I'm really excited and I really um I feel like I've got a few projects that I want to work on now and I'm just like need to maintain this energy and and keep going (laughs) so yeah Yeah, I just think yeah it's important to sorry no I was gonna say it's important to acknowledge that like there are moments where it's just like you can feel uninspired for a long time or just like in a bit of a rut and just it feels like it's never gonna change or it's always gonna be like that but Mm. it's not like Mm. yeah there's always there's always hope and like just mm. like wanting to create and like wanting to do something and actually one something you told me recently as well is that rather than like putting um oh like I should do this or um putting like a yeah like a, a must or like a uh, mm-hmm. a duty to onto a task a yeah it can feel quite like daunting and like negative whereas if you say um, it'll, I feel good when um, mm-hmm. I do this or like blah 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 it's such a like that little switch in your brain that actually like mm-hmm. realises that doing something will make you feel better and kind of give mm-hmm. you a different energy Sorry, yeah like because then it comes from a place of like taking care of yourself yeah and of something that's good for you like mm-hmm. that is yeah rather than an obligation coming from this third party but it's actually loops back to coming from yourself so mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I got that from um, a comment on a Micro Tours video that we talked oh, really? about. Um, yeah, at the end of, of last episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that's something a lot of people are feeling right now. Like, I've, yeah, told that to not just you as well. And I mm. think it's such a great tip to, yeah, to, to associate, like, looking after yourself with something coming from a caring place rather than. Um, yeah, from this harsh obligation. And yeah, definitely taking care of yourself and taking care of your space and mm. of the things in your life plays a big part in how open you and free you'll feel, which then plays into like how inspired you'll be. Because yeah, if, if you wake up and um, I don't know, your house is super messy, you feel already weighed down by so many things, you know? Yeah. So like getting in good habits of housekeeping and all that kind of stuff yeah, makes a I mean, huge difference. Yeah, I'm someone who like very rarely makes her bed. <laughs> mm, and recently, 
I mean, mine's behind me, so I kind of had to make it. But, like, actually recently, <laughs> I've been making it quite a lot. And, like, sometimes it'll be a bit later in the day because I'm not used to just jumping out of bed and just making it. But mm-hmm. I'll, I've been making it a lot more and it just makes my room feel clean. Like, even though, like, I've been maintaining a clean standard for my room, but just, like, having that bed done is the extra step of, like, so when you walk into it, you're like, ah, this is good. Mm. So, yeah, for just sure. little things like that. I'm just noticing that, like, do make a big difference. Whereas, like, usually I'll just, like, get out of bed and, like, leave my room and, like, just not Mm. think about it. But, Mm. yeah. Yeah, something I think about is that, like, when I wake up, I don't feel good when I have to, like, deal with yesterday's baggage. Mm. But in a very minuscule way of, like, things being really, like, all over the place and that kind of stuff. It's like, And it's taken me a long time to get into habits of putting stuff away after I use them. And, you know, stuff like that. It's, like, stuff I can be so lazy about. Mm. Um, But, again, I've, I've, I've been on this journey of being, like... And it wasn't conscious changing it from I should to I feel like because I only read that comment recently, like last week. Yeah. But, um, yeah, of realizing like it, I I don't like it when my stuff is all over the place to in these certain contexts. So like I'm gonna not do that because when I take care of stuff and things are, you know, I don't feel like I'm letting things go out of control. Yeah. You know? Yeah. For sure. Within boundaries. Um. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Is there anything else you'd like to add? No, I don't think so. I feel like we can start wrapping it up. Yeah, cool. Well, with that, that guys, we're going to move on to our next segment, which is the question of the week. So please, someone give us a suggestion of something else to name this. Um, <laughs> but this is going to be like a question or a prompt to sort of continue the conversation past these Zoom walls. Um and we, so that we can hear your guys' thoughts because we'd love to hear your thoughts on this topic. So what should our question of the week be this week? Mm. Could be as simple as like... Where do you get your inspiration from? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or how are you finding inspiration right now? Yeah. That's okay. a good one. I love that mm. one. Okay. Oh, I pick that one. How are you guys... <laughs> how are you finding... <laughs> select. How are you finding inspiration right now? Please let us know. We would love to hear what you have to say. You can comment on the video version of this episode on YouTube. You can DM us or comment on um, the post for this episode on our Instagram. Or if you want to send a longer response or you just feel more comfortable, you can send us a digital letter, which mm. is just as, which is just an email to our email, which is clubsceneletters at gmail.com that's clubscene l-e-t-t-e-r-s at gmail.com um, and then we can go head to our rec- random recommendation um, so Choo-choo. before we leave um, what is your uh, recommend um, excuse me Rick-a random <laughs> what is your Rick-a- Rick-a- random recommendation <laughs> this week Rochelle <laughs> I think that should be the name of the segment. Um, Rick-a-rick-a-dation Rick-a-rick-a-random um, I had one and then I and then I forgot it. There's been something that I've been thinking about this week. And every time I think about it, I'm like, oh, that's going to be my recommendation for the podcast this week. Mm. And then I, today, I can't, I can't think of what it is. Um, <laughs> Keep looking around so, the room and find something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking that something will trigger it. It's what about, like, like, journaling? So I guess you, you, like, made your quarantine journal. Yeah, that's been fun. I, I like, yeah, low stakes creating. I would definitely recommend. Very relevant to this episode. Like... Mm. Um, I've de- I think I've talked about this on the podcast, but like in in theater, something we learned was kill your babies. Um, was it kill your babies? Yeah, something like that. Where it's like your your ideas aren't your child that you've mm. birthed, and they they shouldn't be precious. Like creativity is just mm, like I love that. You know? Um, 
but uh, apart from that, I've been watching a lot of community. Community. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a nice show. It's it's not like the best and most amazing show, but it's so wacky and stupid. And like I started, watch- I like watched it a, a while ago, and then I rewatched it uh, in my first year of uni. And so now mm-hmm. that I'm like out of my tertiary education, it's kind of fun to watch it because it's about like people at a community college. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's such a wacky show. I found a lot of inspiration from it as well, and the way that it's done. Mm. Yeah. What about you? What's your rando wreck for this week? Um. Well, I actually, yeah, like I said before, I just got back into baking. Um, mm. And last night I made a chai cake, um, which was so yum. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Sarah actually gave me the recipe because she made it for her birthday. So maybe I'll we is can it, put it in is the, the link. Is the recipe from some from some somewhere else? Like it's a, yeah, it's from a blog. Oh, cool. Um, and it's so yum. Like I never thought of that as like a cake because like we both really like chai, um, and I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, that's like a good idea. Like it's like a very that. a bit different different. Um, mm kind of style it's not it's not too hard to make which is really good um mm. but it's yeah it's really light and fluffy and then it has like a buttercream icing and it's just really yummy mm. yum so. you know you know what your past three including this one recommendations have all been food oriented <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> yeah the last one was nutritional yeast oh yeah because I, I edit the podcast um and then the one before that was um cashew cheese ah there you go <laughs> I'll, great. Be, I'll, Actually, I'll be <laughs> recommending different types of food I've been enjoying every week <laughs> I do love cooking um, alright and with that dilly do um, we are going to sign out of the chat room how do we end this I've been Rochelle but you can find me on Instagram <laughs> at the Rochelle I've page. been Rochelle <laughs> yeah. I'm no longer from this point onwards someone choose a new name for me what do I look like? What do you think I look like? What what name do you think I look like? Oh, this is fun. Tell me, um, tell me in the comments as well. What name do I think you look like? Like, what would you name me if you looked at me? <laughs> if I was your dog <laughs> and I looked like this, what would you name me? Mm, I'm torn between th- picking names that I like or like the first name that comes mm. to mind when I think of you. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's the um, first name that comes to mind when you think of me? I don't know sure. why, but no, Alice. <laughs> Alice, like from Twilight? Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I can see me being an Alice. I feel like I feel like I associate like black hair with Al- that name. Alice, yeah. So maybe that's mm-hmm. why. Um, mm. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll be signing out of the chat room for now, but you can find me on Instagram at Joel with Dots. Um, and, and you, you can, can find, find us together together at, at club.c Club. <laughs> um and if you enjoyed the episode you can leave us a review on apple podcasts and make sure you subscribed or following club mm-hmm. scene chat room on a whatever podcast app you prefer and also yes. recommending club scene chat room to a friend um who you think would enjoy this conversation would be so helpful um yeah, be amazing guys and if you're listening to this episode if you can share it on your like instagram story or whatever yeah like that would yeah be lovely if you would love to see it cool i think that's it for now yeah sign out and see you later bye guys bye